Hi everyone! Welcome to Youth Challenge International Hair Start Hair Story Podcast Series. YCI launched the Hair Start Innovate the Future program in 2020 as part of our initiative to advance women's equality globally. Our goal is bold support 10,000 young women in Ghana, Tanzania, and Uganda to become social entrepreneurs by 2027. We'll be sharing real stories from the program and speaking with the young women who are shaping a social entrepreneurship ecosystem and leading change in their communities. YCI's Hairs That Innovate the Future program is funded in part by the Government of Canada to progress Canada's feminist international assistance policy. Each Hair Story episode has been produced with the help from fellows who have volunteered to share and gain skills to support implementing the Hair Start program. For most fellows, this was their first interviewing experience. It was an opportunity to step outside their comfort zone and learn about the podcasting experience, which is new to many of us. You can join us and learn more at yci.org or hairstart.org. Hi everyone, my name is Rakia and I am the Program and Training eFellow for Tanzania. Today I am chatting with Christine Vanderplas, who is the Director of Innovation and Sustainability at YCI. Today we're going to be talking about the origins of Her Start, what it really is, and why social entrepreneurship is so important right now. So Christine, I'll hand it over to you uh, to explain what the Her Start program is. So YCI's Her Start is actually a global initiative that's aiming to engage thousands of young people to advance women's equality. And we want to do this through creating a social entrepreneurship ecosystem, which then has ripple positive impact for everyone involved. And through the Her Start initiative, we launched Her Start Innovate the Future in 2020. And this program specifically is meant to support 10,000 young women with skills and resources in social entrepreneurship, while also supporting the surrounding ecosystem. And this program is seven years long, which is an amazing amount of time to be able to sort of learn about how to do this work better. And we're operating this program in Ghana, Tanzania, and Uganda. We're also not working alone. We're collaborating with seven organizations across those three countries um, who are champions for, for young women and for social innovation in their countries. And it's also an amazing opportunity to engage Canadians. And so we're engaging over 300 Canadian volunteers through the fellowship program. And those volunteers are going to be supporting um, the implementation of the program. And at the moment, obviously that's remote, but eventually we are hoping that Canadians will be able to travel and work with our partners and and the young women. As I mentioned, it's funded through the Government of Canada's Volunteer Cooperation Program, and it's also in alignment with Canada's Feminist International Assistance Policy. And so how did you begin your involvement with the program? Sure. So through my engagement with YCI, uh, we've always been very interested in determining how to do this work with young people in effective ways. And we've noticed over time that 
giving young people the skills and resources they need to be able to provide a livelihood for themselves is a really effective approach for an intervention that basically supports people long into the future. And so through the volunteer cooperation program um, from the government of Canada, which is the envelope that YCI is funded under, we are able to provide skilled Canadians to engage in this programmatic approach in terms of supporting young people, um, to gain a livelihood for themselves. And what's exciting about this program is that it also aligns with the Feminist International Assistance Policy, which Canada launched in 2017. And that policy is affirming that gender equality and the empowerment of women and girls is a crucial aspect to shifting the economic reality for young people, for communities, and Canada is one of a small number of countries taking this approach. So it just felt like an interesting synergy of what was happening on a policy level and also um, my own personal interest in livelihood development and in supporting young women. Yeah, I think that's what really drew me to the program and e-fellowship as well. Just really wanting to help provide opportunity to, uh, to empower women economically as well as watch their success throughout the program. But where do you think the inspiration for this project came from? YCI has been working with young people around the globe for over 30 years. And we've, we've worked with young people in a number of different areas and noticed that really there's, there's a lot of uh, power and potential in sharing skills and resources around entrepreneurship. And... The other thing that we've noticed is, especially through our Equip Hubs project, which spanned five years over six countries and supported over 85,000 youth in, in starting a business or um, finding decent work. Basically, in that program, what we saw was that young women who were starting businesses already were considering People in Planet as a part of their um, as a part of their business activities. So in some ways they were already starting social enterprises without even necessarily knowing that it was a social enterprise. In fact, through the Equip Hubs project, over 60% of the businesses that were launched through the seed funding that was provided were, were owned by women, started by women. We also heard a lot of feedback from our staff who were working on that project around how much confidence young women gain by going through the training program and gaining these skills and resources and, you know, going from coming into a training program and not necessarily having the confidence to speak in front of a group to being um, confident enough to stand up in front of people and actually like present their business idea to to a panel of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting that you say that because I think it's common for women to be excluded from um, income generating opportunities especially in some of the participating countries. And yet you've seen it yourself that women seem to have the drive to really pursue their entrepreneurial ideas. I'm wondering if you specifically had someone or something that inspired you to want to be such an integral part of this project. From a historical perspective, I worked years ago, I worked with an organization called Street Kids International, and it was all about supporting street kids. I mean, it was actually about supporting the social workers that worked with street kids to be able to support 
them to develop businesses as entrepreneurs. And I just saw how much transformation took place for these young people who are really living like day to day, hand to mouth, and how how much these skills gave them the confidence to start to plan and save and make decisions that ultimately created a more stable environment for them. And so that was sort of my first kind of interest in like how entrepreneurship can be something that young people can really use to support themselves, right? And one woman that I met, young woman that I met in Peru, for instance, she had a mentor and she wanted to create um, a laundry business in her community and she wanted to make it a green laundry business. And her mentor was like, well, it's going to be more expensive. Like, do you really need to do it that way? Was almost trying to talk her out of it. And she was very, she had a very strong conviction that she really wanted to make this laundry business green. And then on top of that, she realized if it was green, she could then use the water to like water her garden. I mean, it's very dry in Lima. So that meant that she could grow more vegetables and she could feed her family better through the vegetables. And so it was, you know, it's like these things were evolving naturally. And so it just felt like the next logical step to be bringing this concept like very tangibly into the work that we're doing and and the skills that we're sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's great to hear that women are willing to take that risk, even if it may cost a bit more because they recognize the environmental impact of their projects. A lot of things in the world are changing and adapting right now, especially with the climate and environment. And I think it's a really crucial time to make those changes. Why do you think it's such a critical time for YCI to be focusing on social entrepreneurship above all else? Yeah, I mean, part of the reason that we decided to focus on social entrepreneurship, I mean, I personally really feel that business can be supportive and have a positive impact on people and planet. And I think that the current system doesn't necessarily reward that, although things are starting to shift. And it's even, I even have a little bit of a hard time with the term social enterprise. Like what I would love to see eventually is that business does consider positive effects on people and planet, that it is, that that's just how we do business in the world. And so I think for me, part of what is exciting about this project is when we're working with young women, we're introducing this concept that you need to be able to create a livelihood for yourself. And we're going to try to help you as much as we can in terms of like the skills and resources that you need to do that. And also that it's possible to be considering how your business is impacting people and planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see how passionate you are about social entrepreneurship and empowering people and planet. And I can only imagine how hard it was to watch so much hard work and progress be affected by the pandemic. But in your experience so far, how has COVID affected the vision of the project? Yeah, it's been really interesting, obviously, for everyone on the planet at this time. The project is, you know, funded by Global Affairs Canada through the Volunteer Cooperation Program. So there is a very strong Canadian volunteer component, as you're aware, because you've been engaged as a fellow in this project. And normally what would happen in these projects is that young Canadians would travel to the countries where we're partnering with other organizations and where we're doing this work. 
And obviously that's not possible. So they're really, we, in terms of like the overarching vision of the project, it's remained the same, but we've certainly had to adapt the approach and the way that we're doing the work for a number of reasons. So, you know, obviously travel is a big one in terms of we've adapted to like an e-volunteering e-fellowship model, which seems to be working fairly well. I mean, obviously there's limitations to that. The other piece that's been challenging, obviously, is like within each country, people are dealing with the effects of the pandemic. In some cases, it means that people have potentially even a less secure livelihood, which actually means that, you know, the training and resources that we're supporting are potentially even more needed at this moment. Mm -hmm. It's nice to hear that, even though uh, it's been really hard on everyone and the planet, like you said, there have been some benefits in that communication has become slightly easier. Mm. Just before we wrap up here, what do you consider the ultimate goal by the end of the seven years? You talked about mentorship and empowerment for these women, but what is the ultimate goal of the Her Start Project once the whole thing has concluded? That's a good question. As I mentioned, we are looking to support 10,000 young women with access to, to resource and skills around social entrepreneurship over these seven years. Um, but it also includes enhancing and supporting the social entrepreneurship ecosystem in each of these geographies. So that means working with partner organizations and then also creating like bridges and networks that will increase access for young women to additional resources and supports that they need to continue their journey with their business and continue to grow to grow their business. And so it's also looking at how we can develop strong mentorship networks, uh, drive awareness for social entrepreneurship, for doing business for good, for the positive impacts that business can have within these communities. And ultimately, we want to ensure that these resources and supports do become sustainable and more accessible and at the completion of the seven years is that our partners can continue to engage young women with trainings and programs uh, for many years to come. And ultimately that young women do have more access to the resources and supports that they need. And at the end of the day, we'd really hope to see, you know, hundreds of women, if not thousands, launch or grow their businesses and for those business activities to have a positive impact on people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really exciting. So I guess I'm wanting to know what role Canadians can play in accelerating the goals of this project. You sort of briefly mentioned that, but I'd love to learn a little more about that. So there's several ways that Canadians can be involved. And part of the intention of Her Start really is to engage Canadians in this in this work and to engage Canadians in supporting um, young women and gender equality around the world, and especially for her start in Ghana and Tanzania and Uganda. And so one way to get engaged is through the fellowship program, which offers young Canadians the opportunity to volunteer at the moment virtually um, to support, you know, participants, to support the young women who are starting businesses, to support our partners that we're collaborating with, and to support our staff who are, you know, working extremely hard and I actually should give a shout out to them because we have amazing staff in Ghana, Tanzania and Uganda. And 
The hope with the volunteer fellowship program is that in the near future, we will be able to travel and Canadian fellows will be able to join our teams in person and to support participants and our partner organizations one-on-one. -on -one. And then the other exciting opportunity to engage in Her Start is through the Catalyst Fund. So through the Catalyst Fund, we are hoping to raise additional funds to be able to support more young women in accessing funding to start or grow their business. And we're doing this through what we're calling circles of impact, which are basically going to be circles of people who agree to all uh, put in a certain amount of money into the fund, which will then support a young women's um, business startup. And so we'll be asking Canadians to ultimately support this access to finance for young women. And the donation, your donation to the fund will actually be matched by the government of Canada. And if you want more details about the fellowship program or how to invest in the Her Start in the Catalyst Fund, those are available at either yci.org or herstart.org. Well, Christine, thank you so much for your time and insight today on this incredible project. We're really looking forward to following the journey of where the Her Start project leads and seeing the amazing work that YCI is doing along the way. Thanks for joining us today and learning about how Youth Challenge International has partnered with young women to advance gender equality globally and create a social entrepreneurship ecosystem with a positive impact for all. If you enjoy this Hair Start Hair Story podcast episode, please like and share our episodes on social media. And be sure to tune in and subscribe next time on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. This series will continue to highlight how young women social entrepreneurs in Ghana, Tanzania, and Uganda are leading change in their communities. A special thanks as well to the fellows who volunteered to support the Hair Start Innovate the Future program and helped create these episodes. YCI's Hair Start Innovate the Future and Fellowship programs are funded through the Government of Canada's Volunteer Cooperation Program, providing skilled Canadians opportunities to volunteer with global partners and advance Canada's feminist international assistance policy. Join us and thousands of young people around the globe, creating a better future together. Learn more at yci.org or hairstart.org. <laughs>